This is Punk Rock Ron Swanson presents Catch Me in the Pit. I am your host, Punk Rock Ron Swanson. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hey. Hi. Fuck you. Bing bong. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Throw Me in the not pit huh. yeah. <laughs> what's up brains hello what's going on i sounded like a lot of brain energy energy was used yeah i'm all out you're gonna have to carry me the rest of this recording carry the way that's such a good fucking roman song I really like um, learning to survive has grown on me. Yeah, and golden. Yeah, I like golden. You're golden. Stay golden, pony boy. Ralph Macchio, nineteen eighty-three. Was that really the year? Asking, I don't know. I made that part up. I know oh, Ralph. Shit. I know Ralph Macchio's pony. Is Ralph Macchio a pony boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. All right. It's yeah. been a, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, guys, there's literally been nothing going on. And um, well, we've been working a shitload. Summertime's, summertime's our moneymaker. So we shake our moneymakers. Um but we've we've had some fun the last last few days. You know, we we've hit a couple of shows. We got some more on the pipeline on the horizons. Um for some reason this summer, like um the music drops have been kind of I wouldn't say stagnant, but they're not as fluid as years past. Like even during COVID, there was there's still well, yeah, because they dropped. had nowhere else to fucking go because they were so they went in the studio the entire time. Very true, very true. And there are a lot of active tours or tours getting ready to start up. Like, yeah, they're Am- all over the fucking place. Yeah, dude, Amity just wrapped up their European tour and then the Oz takes over America like with uh, Parkway. Who else is on that fucking tour? Parkway, Amity. Amity. I know. Um, um, Whatchamacallit. The Australian metalcore band with the name starts with an A. Um, Architects. Um. Yeah, so that's like that's on the horizon. All American Rejects, Wet Hot America Summer Tour with fucking New Found Glory. And just so happens the only date anywhere near us is the day we leave to go to uh, Blue Ridge. Um, um, correction. It is not Architects. Who is it? Parkway, Amity, North Lane, make them suffer. Ooh, okay. That's even better. Yeah. And yeah. then... And, oh, that's old. Yeah. Go on. And then we've got... Blue Ridge actually kicks off a tour that weekend, I think. But the bands aren't playing that weekend. <laughs> it's weird. One band, Fit for a King's not at Blue Ridge this year, right? No. Yeah. So Landmarks is playing, but the uh, the Metalcore Dropouts tour starts like right before or right after Blue Ridge. That's uh, gonna be October. End of I think at end of September they start, and then we see them in October. I know we see them in October, but that's like the second half of the that's of the saying, tour. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, there's a lot of shit 
um and our our rolodex of shows just keeps adding and adding and it's such a glorious thing i love music <laughs> music loves you too pal so let's start it off with with you know what's fresh and hot on the mind um so we're recording thursday you're listening on friday last friday we saw secrets opening up then norma jean and then memphis mayfire and we sold out our local venue and it was fucking epic um what I love about the farm is even when it's sold out, like it's not. You, nuts, still, but, you still have room to like fucking breathe. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, and and ever since the remodel, like there's still AC. Like you can feel the AC. Like it was very, yes. very, very, very enjoyable. Um, just the environment was enjoyable. But on top of that, um, so I was super stoked to see secrets and memphis you know we already saw memphis with parkway at the beginning of the year but um they put on a hell of a show then they did again friday night but like i was super stoked for secrets you know they released that album the collapse last year they're doing their own collapse tour and then they jumped on this little like two-week tour that memphis was doing and um it's awesome but like I've liked Secrets since the beginning and they didn't play a single song away from the new album, which grinded my gears a little bit. You really just wanted to hear Heartbreak Kids, didn't you? I really wanted to hear Heartbreak Kids. Maybe or, if they had had more set time, they would have. Or for like the for the acoustic song and playing instead of playing that one, playing Sleep Well, Darling. I really do believe if they had like maybe like an extra 10 to 12 minutes on their set time, they would have thrown in like some, some oldies. Or even throwing in like rise up or something from the last album, like some, give me something guys, but no fucking, it was awesome. Um, the crowd honestly didn't suck. That was like one of the first times at the farm in a while where, um, the pit was was fluid that you had your two step in and uh you had sleeveless red beard trying to slam dance and really all it is is he looked like you know the wind up teeth you know the teeth with the feet <laughs> you know you crank him up and he's just like fucking stomp walking from one side to the other just fists up and down up and down it's like sit the fuck down um it's like a mixture of like chattering teeth and that old boxing game that we all yes. used to have where you yes. go like because he just like he was vibing and he was enjoying the shit out of himself. But like there were times when people were going around him and I'm like, oh, this guy's going to get decked. Bro, do you remember at Suicide Silence when he was doing that and then the bigger guy like threw him away? Yeah. Yeah. No, but um. Cause, Cause, every time that motherfucker goes through the crowd doing that, everybody runs away, and then it fucks up the flow of the pit. Right. Because you're going in there looking like you're trying to fucking harm somebody. But o- 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 overall, overall, it, it it was good. Secret set was fucking was rad, and like you know, the pit opened up, and then Eli just like looked at me and like did the whole hand motion, like fly go and <laughs> i went in and eli went in we couple fucking walls of death during secret set like no nah, it, it was fun it, it was like every other song i was in and out because like bro they started at like what like 7 30 and like the sun was still out and that was a weird ambiance it was right for them to be singing while the sun was still kind of blaring into the building. Yes, right. Like all the lights in the venue are off, but the sun's still out, and like 
you know, the stage setup lights are on and then like they're on stage and it's just like the whole time they're still their their set was going on like there it was still daylight outside. And um yeah. but like everybody was fucking dude, it's a Friday night show downtown like so everybody was fucking rowdy and full of energy i'm just like i'm the old man in the pit now like i'm like oh, i gotta take a no, break you not. no you're not i'm just out of shape but no secret set secret set was, was awesome uh aside from them only playing the new album um and then norma jean came on and not the biggest norma fucking jean. obliterated it I'm yeah, not, yeah, no, I'll I'll let you speak on it, but like, what I will say is like, I'm not a huge Norma Jean fan. Um, I was vibing the entire time because they put on a hell of a performance, and the biggest credit, they did not stop. They filled nope. their time slot as much as they could. There were no fucking water breaks. There were no fucking, you know, rants to the crowd. It was. You know, you don't even have to skip sh- hit hit next on the album. It's just like continuously, continuously. Like song would would end and then boom, immediately, boom, immediately, boom, immediately. So I thought that was badass. But um, I know you had a grand old time during their set. Yeah, bro. I've been listening to Norma Jean since 2013, 2014. Um that's that's every show every one of their shows they just don't stop that's the whole energy and vibe that they have been giving off since they became a band um and they're fucking rowdy and that's what they expect from their crowds when they go that's why they just keep going like no breaks no breathers all right start moshing again here we go you know, like they they played like um, a, one million watts. They played Spearmint Revolt. Uh, my personal favorite, Sword and Mouth, Fire Eyes. I love that song so much. Um, and if you got it at five, you got it at fifty. You know, um, all their songs are incredible. And apparently, it gets so fucking rowdy with Norma Jean that. The night we were there, they banned cans. Like nobody was getting a can. If you got a drink, you weren't getting a can because of Norma Jean. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh because they have a history of it getting way too rowdy, getting and then it gets real fucking that floor gets real sticky. <laughs> um I appreciate the fuck out of them. That's also a band that I thought I would never see. You know, that's another check off the list. Um, I'm very, I'm very happy about it. And then Memphis, Memphis was just, in in my opinion, you were just as good as they were at uh, Myrtle Beach. I mean, Myrtle Beach's sound system is better. You know, House of Blues does have a better sound system, but they still brought the same energy. Um, you same, know, they, same set list? Almost the same set list. That one song that they did dedicated to the troops. Remember that slow song they did at yeah. the end? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that move confused the entire crowd because, like, I think, like, Left for Dead, had, I think they had just finished Left for Dead, maybe. And he was like, you know, how many people we got here in the service tonight? And like maybe like 10 people raised their hands. He's like, we appreciate the fuck out of you, this, this, and that. And he goes, this song's for you. And everybody was like, all right, let's go. And then all of a sudden it was, uh, and everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? Um, and nobody, know, nobody knew what to do with themselves because everybody was so amped up from moshing all night. That when a song came on that did not have any capability of moshing, I watched people. They were like Ricky Bobby. They were like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Right. And I was like, that's great. No, um, and, and then they closed out with the center, which is always an awesome song. 
And I've never seen a band come out so quickly after saying they were done. You know, like usually with an encore, like, you know, you leave the stage, you give it like two, three minutes, people start chanting, and then you come back out. It reminded me of that scene in The Simpsons where the grandfather goes into the bar, takes off the jacket and the hat, and then immediately turns around, takes it, puts it back on again, and leaves. Yes. Yes, that's what that's what that show reminded me of because they were they went backstage for like not even they went backstage for like a hot fifteen seconds and then they came back out. They're like, "You want more?" And everybody was like, "Well, oh, of course." Yeah, no, but it was music. it was awesome because we knew they were coming out to blood and water, and and then you got me, you, and Zach, and we're just waiting for them to come on stage, and they come out on stage, and the music start background music starts playing, and. We opened the pit up with a triple spin. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It was so epic until Zach lost his phone. I know. Bro. I kept every time I spun past it, I would like do like a little bunny hop. And I'm like, phone, 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 whose phone? <laughs> One of us was gonna step on it eventually. And then, dude, like, so, like, we were going so fucking hard during that song. And um, I had, like, originally, like, earlier in the week, I was like, bro, we need to have a wall during Blood and Water. Even though it's the first song, like, I just was like, that that stop right before the breakdown, like, the buildup right before the breakdown is, like, perfect. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm all amped up and we're fucking going hard. And then that moment happens. And then... I'm like so happy and thankful that I remembered and I immediately just looked at Eli and pushed him and said, go. And we separated the crowd and then we went and it was just fucking epic. It was like, that was one of the best like pits at the farm in a very fucking long time. Yeah, that was a good crowd. I appreciated that crowd very much. We had so much crowd surfing, you know, you still had the guys two-stepping in there. Um, Not a whole lot of slam dancing, thank God, because that is definitely not my thing. Um, But it it was, it was just fluid. And, and honestly, my favorite moment of the night was um, there was this, you know, you know, remember the tall kid with the glasses? Yes. All right. So he was, you know, X's on his hand, the way he was acting in the crowd, it was very apparent he had he had not been to one of these before, or maybe only been to one or two, but he was he was new to it all. And uh first off, there's plenty of room, right? So he's like borderline twerking on my girlfriend. <laughs> and so I tap him on his back and I said, move up. And he jumped like a scared little boy. Yeah. And I felt bad because that's not what I was trying to do. I was just like, yo, like, get, back, get out. back up. Yeah. Get out of my girl's personal space, bro. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then he got, you know, we're we're on the wall. And uh, and then he kind of like gets in front of me and he doesn't know how to be a member of the wall. And he ends up like actually like stiff arming and could potentially hurt somebody. Um, and then he pulled a Greg and put his hands in his pocket and got in the pit and just started like shuffle dancing, like kind of like on the edge of the pit. <laughs> and I'm laughing and I'm like, God, like this kid really, he, he wants to, he wants to do this. He wants to enjoy this, has no idea what he's doing. So I grabbed our new friend, Anthony. And I said, that yeah. kid's, I said, that kid's never moshed before. Show him what to do. Fucking walks up to him and says, you're with me. He puts his hand over his shoulder and just takes him in there. And then they do like fucking four laps around and then they're both on the ground, but they're having a great time. And the dude lost his fucking pit virginity. Yay. Pia, pia. But, but the absolute best part was that we sold out the farm. And the very last thing Maddie Mullen said was, this was our first time here, but trust me, we'll be back. Because we went hard. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, more bands came through, they would see that we fucking go hard. 
they're all they're all quietly le- well not quietly but they're all slowly learning yeah because every band that comes through i don't you know at this point we've been to so many shows in our local area that i have heard it must have been like five or six bands now say like this is this has been our favorite place and i'm like are you sure you sure about that like he, I've heard it so much now that I'm like, do you just say this at every show? Oh yeah, I totally believe they say that at every show. Cause like it hasn't just been like the local spots. Like we've been in Myrtle, we've been in Atlanta, we've right. been in Charlotte, and yeah. So like when Secret said that, all I could think of was that TikTok. You sure about that? Yeah. You sure about that? Otherwise, great show. Like, I mean, it's going to be really dope when they come back. So I'm sure they'll have another album out and everything and new music to bump around to. And new bands to bring with them. That's right. And now, the, and you know, like you bring some heavier hitter bands with you. Because, you know, Memphis ain't just any old Joe Schmo band, you know, like they're. They're high up there in the metalcore bands. <laughs> No, it's not 2013 Memphis. Like, they... Several albums, fucking... And, you know, like, we were talking about it last week. Like, the more I listened to the newer newer album, like, the more I, like, actually enjoyed the album. Like, it was... It was the whole, like, releasing so many singles that made the album way before the album to make... It, it wasn't the actual quality of the album it was the we missed out on the album release experience you know what i mean so it was like ah fuck like we already heard most of this you know what i mean yes 100 percent. 186.5 percent brother yeah but then you know we'll go home and we stay home or go to work for the next couple of days. <laughs> and then Tuesday comes around. Right back at it. And uh, same venue. Not sold out, but the, for a Tuesday night, it was definitely good crowd. Good sized crowd showed up. Uh, but originally, it was supposed to be Crown the Empire and Burials. And then for some reason on uh, Friday or Saturday, Burials backed out. And they added... Left to Suffer and um, Wilt Wither. And none of us have heard of Wilt Wither. There's a reason why we found out. They're a regional band. They're actually um, based out of the upstate in South Carolina. And uh, had no idea what to expect, but they were getting ready. You know, we were standing out on the patio and uh, they were like walking from the venue to the green room out, out the side door. And one of the guys made a joke and was like, huh, we're a real band. And like, we looked at each other and you were like, yeah, I think that's the opening band. And I'm just like, Oh great. This is going to be fucking like heavy because you ever go to a show and the guitarist looks like a professor in college. It's going to be heavy and intense. And yeah, I, I had actually looked them up when we were inside before we went outside to hang out. I went, I looked them up, and that's how I knew it was them. Yeah, so just an FYI. And Varials got Varials stepped back because one of their band members got into a car accident. Oh, shit, that's what happened. Yes, and he was in the ICU. Oh, fuck. um, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, damn, I was like. A lot of these band members are like having a bad go at it. Like people getting hurt, sick, injured, passing away. I was like, this is this is crazy, man. I'm sorry, go on. But dude, they came on stage and they they absolutely crushed it. And then uh, they obliterated it, bro. Bro, like bro, I I honestly like I like Left to Suffer. I enjoyed their set more than Left to Suffer's. I. I truly enjoyed Wilt Wither more because of knowing that they were a regional band with 
I think the, when I looked on Spotify, they had like 380 something like listeners. And I was like, this is like their, oh, sorry, 623 monthly uh, listeners. That probably doubled since the show. Um, I was, I was, it, they, they were really good. They went hard. The band members were not statues on stage. No. Like, they really, like, they, like, I, you could tell, like, obviously, like, if I was them and I got a chance to be at Music Farm with bands like Memphis, like, uh, Crown the Empire and Left to Suffer, like, you would kind of expect them to be nervous and kind of be stoic and statue and they did not. They were all bumping and moving, like, they it, they were having the time of their lives. And that's what really sold it for me, was seeing a regional band get its get its real like big moment like that yeah no and like, we witnessed history like they're probably gonna blow up because of that. they fucking do they better because they deserve it and then when they're like uh this song is coming out soon they actually they i was because i ended up talking to them later on in the night they got a song coming out uh tomorrow so i'll send it to you as soon as it comes out um I hope it's this one though, but when they announced it and they're like, this one's a little funky. It was funky as fuck. It had like that old like 70s style funk to it, but it dude, it was straight up hardcore. Like it dude, their basis was absolutely insane. Like I looked at Tyler and I was like, those bass drops are gnarly. And he goes, Oh yeah, dude, I can't stop watching. And it was just they were epic and like i fucking um who's it wasn't left to suffer. it was uh during crown set i backed out after a couple songs and um because i was looking for taylor barber from left to suffer and um but i well, ran you saw him earlier huh you saw him earlier <laughs> i did was, that was a top tier interaction he comes out the door and you're like oh there's taylor barber's he just goes what up <laughs> <laughs> he just kept it moving he was he was literally the embodiment of how you doing keep moving he was just like what up it was like me interacting with me <laughs> yeah for real what up but uh so I, I i dip out and um i run into wilt with her and you know i introduce myself to him and um we're all just shooting the shit and i'm like yo like where are y'all from and um one of the guitarists and the vocalists are from Newberry, which is like right on the other side of Columbia. Um, forget where they said the bassist was from. And then the other guitarist was from Asheville. So, you know, like upstate regional. And uh, I was like, y'all play the Senate. And uh, they're like, no, we're not big enough for the Senate yet. And I was like, the fuck you're not like y'all just mm -hmm. played the music farm. And I was like, y'all at least play new Brooklyn. Right. And they're like, Oh yeah. All the time. I was like, Bro, I would love to see y'all in that venue over the Senate anyway. Because New Brooklyn is just fucking super intimate and yeah. like right fucking there. Um, and, and, you know, we, we, we were just shooting the shit for 10, 15 minutes. And um, what was real cool is like the vocalist came over and he, he like shook my hand. He was like, what's your name? And I told him and uh, I said, yeah, I'm Brady and introduced himself. And I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but he kept saying my name. Like he was doing the thing to remember people's name, to remember the interaction. You know what I mean? And, uh, um, oh, yeah. Like that, what that you didn't do. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. But, um, bozo. I am a bozo, but that was like, that was super fucking dope. And then I was talking to him, I was like, yo, like me, me and my bozo have a, <laughs> have a podcast and, um, I would love to get y'all on. And, uh, shoot the shit yeah and like let's get let's get y'all out there and uh they were like oh no fucking absolutely and that's when he's like yo we got a single coming out on friday and um they're definitely they're definitely a band like yo if a show pops up and they're at new brooklyn's having or, or you know anywhere anywhere regionally or locally like i'm gonna i'm, I'm texting you immediately like wilt wither this day let's go like I was jamming yeah. to them all day yesterday and all day today. Like they're fucking insane. 
Yeah, bro. The next time they're at New Brooklyn, let's go. It's not. It's only an hour drive. We could still even go on a weeknight. Oh, for sure. And then uh, Left to Suffer came out, and it was fucking. It was hilarious. Cause. So let's backtrack to the very beginning of the night. I completely forgot about this part. Um, we're standing there before we went out on the patio. And uh, I think I went to go take a leak and and you and Tyler are in there and uh, y'all you know, were talking to that kid. And, uh, or more or less, he was talking to y'all. And I walk up and that kid goes, are you getting in the mosh pit? And just to fuck with him, I was like, what's that and he was like are you serious i'm gonna i'm gonna kill this guy and tyler's like actually concerned and he goes no don't do that <laughs> <laughs> and the dude dude went away and like we just saw him the whole night going are you gonna mosh with me are you and then the mosh pit starts and he's not in there <laughs> Um, I didn't. Th I don't think he expected it to be as um, crazy as it was. Uh, I think he was thinking of just a pure push pit, and not um, like that fucking ski mask covered dude who was straight up a bull in a china shop. Oh yeah, dude. He he is throwing his entire body weight around. Bro, he's been. Uh, I've seen him at. I've seen him at so many shows. Um, Fucking menace. But, like, I knew the crown pit would it would just turn into basically, like, a push pit with, with some, some two-stepping. But, like, I knew when Left to Suffer was announced, like, yeah, there's going to be fucking slam dancing. And, like, to the point where, like, the one dude that was next to me kept yelling into the pit, quit push pitting. Like, it's Left to Suffer. Quit doing that shit. And then he went in there beer in hand and showed the motherfuckers how to slam dance no I, I i really don't think anyone should gatekeep what kind of pit happens if a push pit happens a push pit happens and that's what a lot of people are most comfortable with you know like you got like you know um is that what is that is slam dance is that what zach does when he does his spins and stuff like that he does like a more like it is slam dancing, but it's more like two stepping like, than like a hybrid of both. Yeah, because he's not like like when Zach accidentally hits somebody, he immediately like puts his hands down and quits like flailing and just keeps two stepping and spinning, like instead of like high right. kicks and all that shit. Yeah, but like you know. A lot of people feel most comfortable with like a, a push pit, and you know, uh, I'm not advocating for any of the three. I'm just saying whatever happens happens, and I don't think the fucking band cares what you're doing. You know, like Taylor said, he's like, I don't give a shit what you do, just move your ass. He, he kept saying, I, I don't give a shit, just move your ass, shake your ass. No, and and like if motherfuckers are slam dancing in the pit, I'm just not going in, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, if it's a hardcore band and slam dancing's what's go what goes on when a hardcore band's playing, I'm not going to run in there and start pushing the motherfuckers slam dancing. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Like if if you're in a pit and some of them are slam dancing, some of them are two stepping, and some of them are pushing each other, like just. That's that's what's happening. But I just don't feel like I don't feel like you can go in there and remove them and say we're not doing that at this show. You can't have fun. Get the fuck out of here. You know? And, yeah. No, I agree. And it's it was just I was more entertained by the um, confusion in the pit than anything because it was like you had there was like three dudes. That like knew how to two step and slam dance, and then there was like a handful that had no idea what they were doing and trying to trying to trying their best to do it, and just ended up like looking like they were just like flailing their legs out to the side and like doing like a, a penguin waddle, 
And then you had the one chick that kept going in there in the middle and just like circle pin, circle pin, circle pin during left to suffer. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I wasn't really paying too much attention to the pit. I was watching the band. Bro, Taylor's fucking brutal. Yeah, dude. Dude's got some pipes. And then Crown came on stage and they opened up the dogma. And um I'll say mid. And then they played machines. And I was very hyped for machines. And then they played more of the newer stuff. They did Dogma. They didn't do Rockstar, did they? Mm. Maybe they did. I think they did. At one point, I think in the middle of the set, they did Rockstar. They did Blurry, Out of Place. They said they did What I Am. They did Machines. They did Zero. They did Fallout. Uh, the Fallout. Um, they did Bloodline, which was a very interesting choice. Why do you say that? You went out. What'd you say? I said, why'd you say that? I don't know. I just feel like that's a... That was just like a, a random song off an album to pick. Or maybe I was just salty because I, there was other songs on that album that I would have rather heard. True. And their set, their set was fun. It was, uh, you know, it was... I really by that by the point time they came out, I was like, yeah, I'm totally not getting in the pit tonight. Like I gotta work early in the morning. I'm just chilling, enjoying it. And then the wall happened, and <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. And he just looked at me, is like, no, put your mouthpiece in. You know you're doing it. Yeah, and it was great. It was. It was. It was fun. That was. That was. That was. For the first time in the night where everyone was on the same fucking page. Yes. Everybody knew what to do then. Yes. Fucking Tyler with his crackhead energy just fucking runs in there and just like yeets Eli across the pit. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, that dude has some unnatural strength to him. But like the the, the disappointing thing with 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 crown for me was the backing tracks. Like the, the dude on the, on the MacBook was hiding behind the amp and I caught it. The song after the, they played after the fallout. Um, Cause guitar was playing, but homie didn't even have the guitar like strapped up yet. And then he quit singing, but the vocals were still going on. And I was like, no. Cause at first I was like thinking it was like a full AA moment. Like, you know, they're they're like just lip syncing. And then I realized like he he is singing, but it they've got backing tracks going on. And then you I brought it to y'all's attention, and then you were like, Yep, oh fuck, they are. And then we read more stuff up on it, or you did today, and I guess that's more of a common thing than than we'd like to see, I guess. Uh, I mean, falling in reverse does it. I've noticed that. Yeah, but Ronnie doesn't. Falling in reverse does it for the instrumentals and for like the techno stuff, but Ronnie doesn't have like him singing playing on the speakers and then him singing over it. Um, I believe I heard one of the songs when we saw them. Um, he wasn't singing and I still heard the voice. Really? I think that's just a thing. I think it, I think it helps with vo vocal strain when you're on tour. I don't really know.
Hmm. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one, buddy. But um, I mean, if I caught it once you pointed it out, and he was grabbing the um, the what you call it, the uh, uh, what was it, the the shot from somebody? Yeah. And he and he was he wasn't singing, but you could still hear the uh, the voice going. Right. It didn't ruin the entire experience for me, but it's just a letdown. Yeah. I could understand that. But overall, we went to two we went to two great shows back to back locally with with right. with national acts, you know, and like even though it wasn't sold out like Friday night, like there was still a good sized crowd there, and you know he even said that he he wants to move to Charleston because of all the milfs. Yeah, I feel like that's just another audience pandering thing. Yeah, but that was funny. It wasn't just like we love this place; we're going to come back and stay here. Yeah. A lot of hot mamas out there. But yeah, and then uh, you and I got to drive to Atlanta next Friday to go see motherfucking Slaughter to Prevail. <laughs> the one pit I will not be participating in. I'm going to do it once just to do it. I'm just going to hand all you right. all my stuff. I'll be like, I'll be back in like 30 seconds. I'm going to I'm going to start weight training then um so that I can carry your lifeless body once you get besmirched in the pit. If you could pick up an oven cabinet, you can pick up me. No. I don't know, dude. It, it's different because an oven cabinet doesn't have flailing legs running going around <laughs> on the lifeless body. But yeah, I will. I'll probably pit it up at Blue Ridge and just enjoy the show uh, Friday. Because I don't, have you ever been to this place? No. I don't know how big it is. I, th- I want to say, based on the pictures, it looks kind of like the music hall. Okay. Word. Well, yeah. 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 Still going to be a killer show, though. Yes. And then I'm going to Arrows in Action next month. Are you? Okay, so I'm going to Arrows in action, and that's it. Yeah, I tried. I tried give. I I listened to them, and I was just nah. Yeah, no, T, sir. Um, then that's it. There's nothing else in August, as we know of. Sometimes these things pop up, and I mean. We bought the uh, the crown tickets only like a month ago. Dude, we bought the slaughter tickets like a week and a half ago because it just That's got announced. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know what's what what could possibly pop up in our area in August. Well, I know for a fact that I won't be going to anything after the Arrow show because right after the Arrow show, I have uh, a big life-changing moment happening. Oh, going back to prison. Okay. Nah, motherfucker, we buying a house. Oh my god. This is totally new information that I just learned. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, so Big then boy I'm, move. Big boy move. So I'm gonna be busy for like the next two weekends. Uh you know, moving, setting up the house, and then we go to Blue Ridge. Plus, you know, fantasy football. Like I've got like seven drafts so yeah i'm a degenerate um 
Little so bit. all that, all that's going on. But then we got Blue Ridge. Dude, Blue Ridge is like fifty-two um, days away. Fifty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We're closing in now, homie. Because we only got what two more weeks of July. Two and a half more weeks of July, and then we're in August, bro. I know. I'm so stoked. The summer's flying by, dude, and I'm not complaining. Uh, nope, nope, nope. August is going to be hot as fuck, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, no, so, so this year's fucking been epic with shows. Um, and just in general, um, cause like, you know, we go to Blue Ridge and then I'm going to, uh, Orlando to see no effects and finally seeing, them and saying saying hi and goodbye at the same time with them um mm-hmm. and then we've got uh fit for a king double wears prada counterparts and landmarks and then i'm going to arizona and, and vegas and going to the punk rock museum and then like four days after i get back we're going to see polaris uh well that's still I feel like that's still TBD at this moment. I, I they might just go ahead with the North American tour, but um you know, since the guitarist passed away, who was a very talented guitarist, um I don't think uh you know, they canceled the European one and they've been kind of quiet since then. So Maybe they'll find somebody else to fill in because I don't think they'll have a replacement no. in the next year. I think they might have somebody fill in just to cover. Um, no, Ryan was a uh, founding member. Right. Since 2013, he's been a part of Polaris. Yeah, and... I think they're. I think the album is going to be dedicated to him, and I think the North American tour is going to be dedicated to him. Yeah, I just with bands canceling tours left and right, you know, well, not left and right, but like you know, bands have canceled tours for less, no, way ab- less. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But I remember, um, I forget who it was, but somebody was. <laughs> going live on IG talking about it and um just saying how how one how 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 ridiculous like the whole time frame is of getting like the work visas to come to the US because the whole immigration thing's so fucked up um mm-hmm. and then two like you know he was he was depressed and it and you know in the spot that he was at but you know wouldn't want his brothers in the band to give up everything because of that you know mm. um so that's why i'm leaning more towards like this is going to be a deep emotional and brutal tour for them yeah because the last time they were in the states was 2021 yeah. They had like a they had like they were on they were on a small tour with I can't remember who, but they were in like Atlanta on a two on a Wednesday night at like eight o'clock. And at yeah. the time we couldn't just fuck off to Atlanta. <laughs> right. So but yeah, no, I I mean in in if they decide to cancel the tour, like I don't I don't blame them. I'm not gonna be upset about it. Um but I, oh, I no, I, I would I wouldn't be upset either. I, I do think that it's going to be one of those things where like I'm anticipating getting the chills that I got when we came as Romans played live for the first time. And it was at Blue Ridge and they immediately opened up with Carry the Weight. And that was just literally like chilling 
like goosebumps everywhere. Like it was just, it was such a special moment. Cause you know, they did the whole live from the dark bloom or whatever, like mm-hmm. during COVID, but that was their first live performance. You know, it was post COVID and, uh, It was just, it was the first show after Kyle died. And, you know, I saw him on the last tour, you know, the tour that Kyle did die on. And um, I think you're going to get a lot of that on, on the Polaris tour. What's the tour called? Is it, is it called, is it the album tour? Is it called Fatalism? Fatalism tour. Yeah. Yeah. We need another single off of that one. Yeah, probably give it like a month or two. But probably like around September. Well, no, the album's coming out September 1. Oh, so then, yeah, there should probably be another one dropping in the next week or two then. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like drop one more either at the end of July or beginning of August and then. Yeah. Probably just release one more before the, the, uh, Um, before the album comes out. But dude, the fucking the whole track list, like this album, seems like it's gonna be absolutely like dirty. Yeah, um, I could see, I could see this being experimental. I could see this going hard, like just from uh, inhumane. Like I know they haven't lost their shtick of like fast and hard and. You know, um, and the chonk being perfectly placed in the songs. Um, it's going to be a good one. And I think it'll be, I think, you know, even before Ryan's unfortunate passing, this was already very heavily anticipated because right. they had been radio silent um, since releasing The Death of Me, which was in 2020. Or 2021, one of the... No, 2020, yeah, 2020. Um, I have very... I have very, like, excited high expectations. Just to hear some new Polaris shit. It's gonna be good. Yeah, so, you know... Other than that, sad news. You know, there have been, like we said, like the uh, the singles and the albums have been uh, non-existent. But uh, in the last couple of weeks, you know, Ronnie covered uh, Last Resort, but he did his like whole opera reimagined shtick to it. And it was honestly epic to me. Um, like not on, not on repeat at ever, but I did enjoy, um, the listen to. Caught my life into pieces. This is my last piece. Like, I don't know. I thought it was silly. The uh, I would have heard. I would have loved. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, what the hell? Good Girls? Is that the name oh, of the song? God. Yeah. Hear that reimagined? So, what do good girls like bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this real <laughs> time. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, there was like an actual like reimagined cover um that Fallout Boy did. They did the We Didn't Start the Fire, the Billy yeah. Joel song. They took it and did everything from like 1989 to 2023. It wasn't in like order of like years, but like I thought it was awesome. Oh, that was killer. I thought that was great. Um, Under Oath released a new single, uh, Lifeline, and I did not like it at all. Um, 
what else? Uh, Take It Back Sunday released a song, a single in meh mid. Um, and then the only feature on the upcoming Escape the Fate album came out, and that was uh, Cheers to Goodbye with uh, Spencer Charna's of Ice Nine Kills. Did you like it? I like Spencer's part. <laughs> Bro, I'm not a big post Ronnie Escape the Fate fan. Yeah, we <laughs> that collab reminds me of uh, you know um, kind of like detouring here, but so as you know, my favorite show is always Sunny. Yes, and. After the first season, FX was like, "We love it, but you need a you need somebody you need a household name everybody knows, or we're canceling the show." And they were freaking out; they didn't know who to ask or what. And he was like, "We need a big name to bring us into relevancy again." And that's how they got Danny DeVito was because Danny DeVito's kids watched Always Sunny and loved it, so he joined. So that this this right here reminds me of the same thing, like Escape the Fate going like we need a big name on this song. And they were like, Yeah, Spencer. He'll do it. Bro, you know what would be epic though is if Escape the Fate did a song featuring Ronnie. Like they already buried the hatchet and like that's him writing music with his old band. Like that would be insane. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Ronnie would ever, with his ego, I don't think he would ever allow himself to be a featuring Ronnie Radke part on any song. True. Dude fucking threw a fit when he found out he was on like the what, the the Sunday night or the Thursday night? Thursday night. Yeah, of a festival. Like, Come on. Dude has very high standards of himself and expects people and he expects to be treated that way. Yeah. Which most of it he's earned, but you don't you don't put Ronnie Radke on a Thursday. I mean you don't. You don't. We were thinking Thursday at 11.30 a.m. How's that? He's like, what is this, Warped Tour 2008? Yeah, for real. Oh, wait, he was in prison. (laughs) Warped Tour 2011. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, I don't think he would ever agree to be a feature on a song. If anything, he would have people be featured on his songs. Yeah, he had Corey Taylor on one song. Right. And that's fu- that's motherfucking Corey fucking Taylor. True. Yeah, very Who, true. Who, by the way, said that like he's getting tired of touring, and he said he's probably only got a couple years left in him. He said five years. Gonna... Yeah, five years. A couple years left in him, and then he's going to stop. I don't blame them. They've been doing it for decades now. Yeah, but then when asked, well, what does that mean for the rest of the band? He said, if they want to keep doing it, I'll help them find another another vocalist. I just, I can't see me doing this for more than five more years. Right. If they they had just kept the masks on, you could have switched singers like it was nothing. Right. You could have just put the mask on someone else. The Before I Forget video was a major mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that was huge at the time. You know, it was the first time with them without their masks on, and everybody was like, holy shit. Yeah. They also don't, like, stay with the mask on during their whole sets anymore, either. They're getting too old for that shit. Can't breathe. I don't blame them. Fucking oxygen. Yeah, probably what was keeping them going back then was Molly. Like, I don't need breath. I have Molly. 
but yeah other than that um there's a new band on pure noise records lineup called koyo that uh was getting pumped uh a good bit a couple weeks ago and they were dropped a single and i really just didn't pay any attention to it honestly and then um i finally listened to it and i was like oh shit i like this and now i can't wait for their album to drop I can't, I can't help but think of Boyo when you say Koyo. Oh, Boyo. Yeah, it's K-O-Y-O. Um, and the album's dropping at the end of... Uh, at the end what? of uh, September. But What's dude, the album called? Uh, Would You Miss It? Um the single out now is called the anthem and it's it's dope as fuck but like dude they've got uh so they got 11 tracks on this on the album three with features so um they got one with Vinny Car- Carano and the movie life um they got Daryl Palumbo and Glassjaw and then um Anthony the Dio and Vane FM on another one. I'm just like, okay, those are some, those are some serious features, like especially message like a bomb with glass jaw on it. Like that's, I'm eager, eager to see that one. Do you fuck with glass jaw at all? Uh, I've listened to them or I've heard them played in cars of which I was riding in. Is that me? No, I don't think it was you. Somebody else. I have heard of them though. Yeah, other than that, no, like there hasn't been much new. Like next week, I'm going to talk about the new Wilt Wither single that's coming out tomorrow. Um, because like, bro, like I'm I'm going to reiterate, like they slapped, they were epic. They literally punched me in the fucking face. Yes. And then they played some music. And then he said, if you're not moshing, you're a bitch. And one of the dudes was calling everybody a pussy in the crowd. Wouldn't get in. He's like, get in. What are you, a pussy? Yeah. I was like, dude, you're five foot one. Keep moving. (laughs) (sighs) Do you got anything? Um, no. Yeah, I think that about, about wraps it up. So, uh, shout out, no free shout out. Casper's a bitch. Um, Casper, Casper is a bitch reimagined. Casper, you are a bitch. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh oh. Is that a hate crime? No, this is epic or potentially epic. Holy shit. I'm so happy I picked up my phone just now. Breaking fucking news. Okay. Creed is planning a reunion in a 2024 tour for the 25th anniversary of Human Clay. Okay. I'm going to that, bro. Really? Bro, Human Clay was such an amazing album. I mean... (laughs) Can you take me With arms wide open... Bro, that wasn't even my my fucking favorite song off of that uh that album. It was uh What If. You remember that Faceless song? Man, wrong way. Say I beautiful. What if are you ready? I was literally saying all the titles of the songs. Yeah, you you did. Great, great job. No, Thank you. but so. You heard it here first. No, you didn't, because you're listening on Friday, and this is Thursday, but I read it before you did, bitches. Um, So, with 
all of that being said, um, let's give the let's give the loyal listeners a uh, a Friday banger there, sir. No oh, fuck. Are you ready? Um. Yeah. Okay. No. No. You're not ready. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, that's the one I wanted to pick. Texas in July's new single. False Divinity. False Divinity, Texas in July. After a very long hiatus, they have come back, and that is their first single, and it slaps. It slaps, it slongs, it slings, it bings, it bongs. It bings, it bongs. It bings, it bongs. Um, What's yours, Creed? No. um, Honorable mention, Creed. But uh, This is asking Alexandria. Fuck no. It is, isn't it? It's bad blood, isn't it? No, it's uh, Dead Bundy. No, Dead Bundy, okay, Boomer. Oh, perfect. You say, okay, Boomer, but the Boomers aren't okay. Boomer. Yeah, yeah. You love that word. Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Excuse you. I lost you. Just because I'm one year older than you, I can call you young man, but you can't call me boomer. Oh, you're not. You weren't born in you the called 40s. Me a boomer. And... You called me a boomer. Take that shit very personally. Bro, I feel bad for boomer. Um, the analyst, the sports analyst, after everybody starts saying, okay, Boomer. Oh, my God. He must have got flooded with that in his replies. Okay, Boomer. Uh, that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. You know, we, we've talked your ears off enough. You know, I think maybe y'all should just shut up now. You talk too much. Yeah, we've been and... sitting here listening to y'all give us a podcast, and you just haven't too much yapping. So I think we're gonna end it. Yeah, fuck them. And when yeah, life gives you them. a breakdown, two step. That's right, or slam dance, or jerk off in the middle of the circle pit. Bro, that's a that's an alpha move. No one would go near you doing that, <laughs> bro. Tell Tyler to do that. Oh my God, is eclectic ass wood? <laughs> Indecent exposure. Oh no, you can keep it all in the pants. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, brother. All right, guys. As always, we love y'all. We thank you. And remember, when hell is full, you can catch me in the pit. I have sensitive nipples. Uh.